1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Patterns of Exile and Redemption in Exodus. This is part four of the series. Next, let's look at the second sign of Moses. Exodus chapter 4, verse 6. And the Lord said furthermore unto him, Put now your hand into your bosom. And he put his hand into his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. In the Sanchino, Midrash Rabbah, volume 9, page 202, we are told that when Israel sins, Israel becomes blind, poor, and leprous. Rabbi Simeon, son of Yahweh, Yohai taught, when Israel stood before Mount Sinai and said all that the Lord has spoken we will do and obey, Exodus chapter 24 verse 7, at that moment there were among them neither persons with issue nor lepers, nor lame nor blind, nor dumb and no deaf, no lunatics no imbeciles, no dullards no doubters, with reference to that moment it says, thou art all fair my beloved, after they sinned, not many days passed before there was among them persons with issue and lepers lame and blind, dumb and deaf, lunatics and dullard. Then the order was given, let them put out of the camp every leper and everyone that has an issue. Numbers chapter 5 and verse 2. Exile is a punishment for having leprosy. Midrash Rabbah, Numbers 7, 3. That they may send out of the camp every leper. You find that just as a mortal king has army chiefs, so God has army chiefs. As As it says, take ye the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 1 verse 2. A mortal king has of exile for those condemned to punishment. And God also has a place of exile for those condemned to banishment. As it says, that they send out of the camp every leper. Numbers chapter 5 verse 2. Continuing on in the Midrash Rabbah, Numbers chapter 7 verse 10. We're told that leprosy is a punishment for departing from Torah. Another exposition, command the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 5 verse 2 the rabbi's explained the verse is applying to exile command the children of Israel as if to say because Israel has transgressed the commandment they have incurred the penalty of being sent away that is exile hence it is written and let them send away from the camp sending away has the meaning of exile as you read send them out of my sight and let them go forth Jeremiah 15 verse 1 out of the camp that is out of the land of Israel where the Shekinah or the Divine Presence its camp. Leprosy is healed through repentance. Midrash Rabbah 7.10. And the children of Israel did so and put them out without the camp. Numbers chapter 5 verse 4. When they sinned, they went into exile. As the Lord spoke unto Moses, so did the children of Israel. What did the Holy One, blessed be he, speak to Moses? That if they would repent while in any of the kingdoms where they might be, the Holy One, blessed be he, would gather them together, as it says, and it shall Shall come to pass when all these things are come upon you the blessing and the curse and you will return and hearken to his voice and the Lord your God will bring you into the land and the Lord your God will circumcise your heart Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 1 through 6 the sprinkling of clean water heals leprosy Midrash Rabbah number 7 10 so did the children of Israel indicate that the children of Israel are destined to do repentance and will be redeemed as it says in repentance and rest shall you be saved Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15. Moreover, as a leper, one that has an issue and one that is unclean by the dead will never be clean until they go into ritually clean water. So the Holy One, blessed be He, will sprinkle clean water upon them and cleanse them, as it says, and I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you will be clean. Ezekiel 36 verse 25. In the Sanchino Midrash Rabbah volume 5 pages 200 and 201, we are likewise told that leprosy is healed by clean water. Moreover, as a leper, one that has an issue, and one that is unclean by the dead will never be clean until they go and do ritually clean water. So the holy one, blessed be he, will sprinkle clean water upon them and cleanse them, as it says, I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you will be clean. Ezekiel thirty six, verse twenty five. This foreshadows Yeshua healing the ten lepers, which represents the exiles of Israel, specifically in this case the Northern Kingdom. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 14, it is written, it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men, representing the northern kingdom, that were lepers. Why are they lepers? Because they're not following Torah, which stood afar off. Daniel chapter 9, verse 7, the northern kingdom is defined as being far off in their exile. And they lifted up their voices and said, Yeshua, Master, have mercy upon The redemption comes about by an act of mercy by the God of Israel upon his people. The redemptive work of Yeshua is an act of mercy by the God of Israel for his people. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves to the priests meaning follow Torah. And it came to pass as as they went, as they followed Torah, they were cleansed. Luke chapter 17 verses 15 through 18. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. Turning back in Hebraic thought is repenting. Doing Teshuvah, you repent when you return to Torah, when you follow Torah. So one of the 10 who got healed, this is foreshadowing of those who became believers in Yeshua, one in 10 ultimately then expressed that redemption in Yeshua by following Torah and with a loud voice, that's the great shofar, which gathers the exiles of Israel, Isaiah 27 verse 13, glorified God. Yeshua gets glorified when we have the ingathering of the exiles. And he fell down on his face, at his feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. Who is the Samaritans? They were the result of the intermarriage between the northern kingdom and the Assyrians in the land of Israel. So this this is referring to the northern kingdom, the Samaritans. Yeshua answered, were there not ten clans, where are the other nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God save this stranger. A stranger is one that's cut off from the covenant. And Hosea, the northern kingdom, was cut off from the covenant. So who are the ten lepers that Yeshua healed? They were Samaritans, Luke 17:16. They were ten lepers, Luke 17:12. They stood afar off, Luke 17:12. They were strangers, Luke 17:18. These are all characteristics and descriptions of the 10 tribes of the northern kingdom. So Yeshua is declaring he's come and he's got to heal the lepers condition of the northern kingdom. Leprosy is healed through repentance. Exodus chapter 4 verse 7. And he said, put your hand into your bosom again. This word in Hebrew is shuv, which means repentance. And he put his hand into his bosom again, repentant. And he plucked it out of his bosom and behold, it was turned again, shuv, as his other flesh. It means to return or turn back to restore. What's happening here is we're being shown that following leprosy, breaking the command going into exile, that there would be a restoration. The second sign is the resurrection of Israel from the nations. Isaiah chapter 66 verse 19 says, I will set a sign among them, those who are in the isles afar off, and they will declare my glory among the Gentiles. Isaiah 66 verse 20. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations upon horses and chariots and litters and mules and upon swift beasts, to my holy mountain Jerusalem. That is Zion. The redemption in the end of days is a return to Zion. Says the Lord as the children of Israel bring an offering in a clean vessel, an offering in a clean vessel unto the Lord what is the sign in Exodus chapter 4 verse 8 because it says it will come to pass if they will not believe you nor hearken to the voice of the first sign that they will believe the voice of the latter sign the word sign is the Strong's number 226 it's the Hebrew word ot and the normal way that you spell ot is Aleph Vav Tav but here in Exodus chapter 4 verse 8 there's an irregular spelling where it is spelled Aleph Tav the sign is Aleph Tav. So believing the sign is believing Aleph Tav believing Yeshua and believing the work of Yeshua not only he himself who was resurrected from the grave not only believing in his resurrection but believing in his work to gather the exiles of Israel. That is the second sign. The first sign is the resurrection of Yeshua. The second sign is the role of the Messiah to restore and to regather both houses of Israel. And looking at the very patterns of exile and redemption in the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 3 verses 7 and 8 where it is going to tell us that Yahweh identifies with the pain and the sorrows of his people as it is written. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. The word sorrow is the Strong's number 4341. It's the Hebrew word makov, which means pain or sorrow. I know, I identify, I can feel their pain and their sorrow. Therefore, Exodus chapter 3, verse 8, I am come down to deliver them. If you take this literally, it's Yahweh that is saying He is coming down to deliver His people. This is Yeshua's speaking and he's prophesying that in order to redeem his people he's going to come down which he did at his first coming and he's got to complete the redemptive work at his second coming. I'm come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and here he's sending Moses to do the task to bring them up out of the land, unto a good land, and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. The Egyptian sorrow and pain of the people of the God of Israel foreshadows the sorrow and pain of future exiles. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 12 and verse 15 it is written, For thus says the Lord, your breath, Bruise is incurable and your wound is grievous why cry thou for your affliction your sorrow is incurable for the multitude of your iniquity because your sins were increased I have done these things unto you and in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 7 it speaks about the healing and the redemption for I will restore health unto you and I will heal you of your wound the wound or the sorrow Is the exile. The healing of the wound is the end of the exile, says the Lord, because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion which no man seeks after. In Israel's sorrow or affliction, Yeshua was or is afflicted. Yeshua is one with his people. He identifies with his people. So therefore, where it says in Exodus chapter 3, verse 7, I know. their sorrows in Isaiah chapter 63 verses 8 and 9 it is written for he said surely they are my people children that will not lie So he was their Savior. Who's the Savior of Israel? It's Yeshua the Messiah. Then it says, in all their affliction, he was afflicted. That's why he said in Exodus chapter 3 verse 7, I know their sorrows. Because in all their affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them and he bare them and carried them all the days of old. Passover is the time of redemption. In Exodus chapter 5 verses 1 and 3, the God of Israel sent Moses to Pharaoh to tell him to let the children of Israel go. And the time when this was done was Passover season. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. This feast is Passover. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go, we pray, thee, three days journey into the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord our God lest ye fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. In the book, From Exile to Redemption, Volume 2, page 111, written by Rebbe Menachem Schneerson, quoting from the Talmud, Rosh Hashanah 11a, where it says, Rabbi Eliezer says, In Nisan, or the Torah calls this month Aviv, In Nisan or Aviv, our people were redeemed. In the month of Tishrei, which is the month where we have the Feast of Trumpets in Yom Kippur, and the Feast of Tabernacles, they will be redeemed. However, Rabbi Yehoshua says, In Nisan or Aviv, our people were redeemed. That's the historical Egyptian redemption. And in Nisan or Aviv, they will be redeemed. That's the future redemption of the exiles of the house of Jacob being scattered in all the nations of the world. The Midrash that is in Exodus or Shemot Rabbah 1511 determines that according to the view of Rabbi Yehoshua that the time of the redemption is the month of Nisan or Aviv. So when is the beginning of the ingathering of the exiles going to take place here in the future? It will be at a Passover because biblical history is prophecy it was at Passover so therefore the future redemption is at Passover in the book in the garden of the Torah volume 1 page 149 written by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson he says Nisan or Aviv is the month of miracles and this is a quote from the Talmud in Berehot 57a further Nisan or Aviv that's the month of Passover is the month in which the Jews were redeemed And it's the month in which we will be redeemed in the future. In the Torah Anthology of the Twelve Prophets, Volume 2, page 109, it is written, Wonders were performed at the exodus from Egypt, and wonders will be performed at the final redemption. That's the ingathering of the house of Jacob from all the nations where they've been scattered in the end of days. They were redeemed in the month of Nisan, and in the month of Nisan, They will be redeemed in the future. The Torah also foreshadows that the future redemption will be at Passover season. And we can see this from the birth of Isaac. Isaac, in his birth, foreshadows in the end of days the birth of the State of Zion which will be born at Passover season Genesis chapter 21 verses 1 through 3 and verse 6 it is written and the Lord visited Sarah as we've covered in previous sessions the word visited is a code word that means the redemption of the people of the God of Israel at the end of the book of Genesis Joseph said that the God of Israel would visit his people and when he did to take his bones back to the land of Israel. In Exodus chapter 3, the God of Israel tells Moses, Now you go tell the elders and the children of Israel, I am come to visit my people. So, the Lord visited Sarah is a code word for redemption. So, that means the birth of Isaac is a foreshadowing of redemption. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he has spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time. This is a Moed, or a festival time, of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of the son that was born unto him, which Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Sarah said, God is made me to laugh. Isaac in Hebrew is Yitzhak and Yitzhak means laughter. God has made me to laugh so all that hear will laugh with me. In the Art Scroll of Genesis volume 1 page 640 it says that at the time that this happened was Passover season. It was Passover that Isaac was born. On page 641 of the Art Scroll of Genesis volume 1 it says everyone agrees that Isaac was born on the first day of Passover. Sources for this in the Talmud is Rosh Hashanah 11a, also Seder Olam, which is the order or the chronology of the world, and Moses Nachmamides, or the Ramban, to Genesis chapter 17 and verse 26. Looking into the ingathering of the exiles in the end of days from Psalm 126, It tells us that the redemption of Zion is like a dream and it's associated with Isaac or laughter. The time of exile is likened to a dream. For when God will return the exiles of Zion, we will have been like dreamers. These words are from the book, From Exile to Redemption, volume 1, page 11 by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson. In the book, Sound the Great Shofar, on page 131, also written by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson, he says, Joseph and Isaac, or in Hebrew, Yosef and Yitzhak, are associated with the redemption. Each of these Hebrew names embodies an allusion to the forthcoming era of the redemption. In describing that era, the prophet Isaiah says, God will again, in Hebrew, the word is Yosef, or Joseph. So Joseph is associated with the gathering of the exiles in the end of days. He will again extend his hand a second time to take possession of the remnant of his people. Similarly, the name Isaac or Yitzhak, or literally he will laugh, was first given in connection with an occasion for laughter and it is in the era of redemption that true happiness will be experienced as the verse says from Psalm 126 then our mouths were filled with laughter the redemption of the exiles of Israel in the end of days whom the Bible calls Zion their redemption is likened unto laughter which is the name of Isaac so the birth of Isaac is a foreshadowing of of the redemption of Zion and Isaac was born at Passover which means the redemption of Zion will take place at Passover Psalm 126 verses 1 and 2 when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion we were like them that dream then our mouth was filled with laughter or Yitzhak and our tongue was singing then said they among the heathen the Lord has done great things for them we see in Isaiah in chapter 66 verse 8 that the nation of Zion is born in one day who has heard such a thing who has seen such things shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day or shall a nation be born at once for as soon as Zion travailed, the travail of Zion is an allusion to the tribulation period so this birth of the nation of Zion happens during the tribulation period I I believe this is going to be the state that will be born as a rebellion in the land of Israel against the current state of Israel endorsing a PLO state. The Jews who will rebel against this PLO state and declare their own sovereign nation is the state of Zion that is being birthed during the tribulation period. Now there's a principle from Exodus that when the God of Israel judged Egypt, then He brought his people out. Following the 10 plagues, he brought his people out. That is a foreshadowing that in the end of days, that he's got to redeem Zion when the God of Israel is judging the nations. So, in Isaiah 66, verse 14, it says, And when you see this, that is the birth of the nation of Zion, your heart shall rejoice. Why? Because it's the time of redemption. And your bones shall flourish like a herb. Well, that's going to conclude part four of the series on the subject, Patterns of Exile and Redemption in Exodus. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.